mom, put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Um, hi guys, welcome back from spring break. Hey wow. guys, we're we didn't all unfortunately we didn't all make it out of spring break. Um, Molly Molly got taken <laughs> out by the flu at the very end of spring break. It's so it's not oh, right. Oh Molly, yeah. Um, so and we're sending sending Molly and her kids and her yeah and her kids and her her community really just got hit really hard by the flu. So we're sending yeah. Molly our thoughts and prayers Ooh. and um. Moving on without her, sadly. So I hope you get better, Molly. Okay. Guys, this week we're doing a round robin. What would nursing and cursing do? Um, this is one of our faves. We're going to answer some listener questions. Yay. Who wants to go first? Let's just jump in. Sarah, you want to take one, babe? Sure. I mean, this one by Fifi8. I really love this question. Grandparents. Is it just my parents who've chosen to skip this role and jump into their senior status where they have to be the center of attention right when I have two kids under three? What should our expectations be these days? Ooh. 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 Grandparents. Mama. Wait, uh, what are, how are you guys interpreting that? What is she saying? She's to saying me, that her, her, she's saying her parents aren't like stepping up to the plate and like babysitting and or they I just want to be like, taken care of. They don't call people into to their like, how are you littles? They're just talking about themselves, maybe? Yeah. Or, or need extra R&R or care or whatever it is. They're getting old and that's what the focus is. Yeah. Yes, that's how I see it. Uh, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, skipping straight to, skipping straight, what does it say, Sarah? Skipping straight to R&R? Is it Do just this. my parents who have chosen to skip the role and jump to senior status? Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically this person's grandparents make themselves the center of attention and are not giving any props to the babies. I used to think it's so okay. hard because I think the fantasy when you have a baby, I think the fantasy is that your parents will be really into your baby, no matter where they are in their life, mm-hmm. really into helping you out, no matter where they are in their life. And will be, totally respect and understand your style of parenting again no matter where they are in their life and I just feel like when does that ever happen never <laughs> never never I mean I kind of feel that with my parents like I feel like my dad never acknowledges I have two kids and when I when we communicate I'm the one who reaches out and it's always about him and his health and mm-hmm. his elderliness, and <laughs> there is no mention of the fact that I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Like literally, never. Mm. So, girlfriend, it is not just you. I'm just talking about my parents' vision, Medicare, Medicaid, hearing, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm doing, and I'm doing the communication. I, if I don't call them, I don't hear from them. 
That's the truth. Right. So the whole thing is on you. But the thing is, like, when even when you have kids, like, your parents are still those same people who raised you, those same people who they were when you were in college. Like, they don't, unfortunately, they don't just, like, change and become these mystical humans that you hear about. I mean, some people do have. If they were, like, good parents in childhood, then they're good grandparents by default. Oh, that's interesting because none of us had good parents. None of us had that, so none of us know (laughs) how to. Oh my god! Okay. (laughs) Right. Or there's the fantasy of the grandparent, and maybe you are headed in that direction for having it, but then life happens, and gosh, for so many reasons the grandparents sometimes aren't around like okay my mom she's all hands on deck as a grandma she's amazing but I live in Hawaii so when she comes to visit me yeah it's great but I don't get her all the time and then there's Molly who moved to Florida and she's closer to mom now but my mom's got a job so right having a job I feel like having a job is really like yeah, having working grandparents, having a job is the reality. That's yeah, I mean, she's my like young happening. She doesn't have like all of her time to give to her grandkids, even though she would love to. But right. there's always something, whether the grandparents aren't around or you live close and, and they have a job or maybe they're sick or whatever it is. It, yeah. it, maybe they have a pop in social life like my I, mother-in-law is awesome but she does and she's very involved but she does have quite the social life of her own right right her life isn't just revolving around helping you with your kids she's got no. her own shit even though i want it to be 24 right. 7 or like my dad who are you, i could talk to my dad every single day and it, it could be days and days and days before he thinks to remembers that i have kids he just has his own like he 100 percent has his own life mm-hmm but my dad's the kind to like when I send him photos, like photos designed to el- elicit an ex- a response from a grandparent, he just <laughs> won't respond. <laughs> <laughs> but like three months later, he's like, just seeing this. <laughs> oh my God, just seeing this. Or he'll just like do what his favorite thing to do is he'll just reply. But the whole body of the email will just be a New York Times article he thinks I should be reading and with no mention of the photos I sent him. That's his favorite way to communicate. Oh, Amazing. I, I can't do it. If I send my mom photos, especially of Phoenix, I'll get a response where she's like, I'm in the car to Orlando. My flight's going to arrive this tonight. <laughs> no warning type of a thing. Like, what the fuck? Oh, she needs to, oh, she needs to lay her eyes on him. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Very sweet. Um, but also, yeah, I got a traveler that will show up with no... <laughs> Yeah, I love that though. I have we're, there's a we're good friends with a family here, who have what I consider to be, in my mind, an ideal grandparent situation where mom and dad live, um, a few blocks away in their own house, and are f- retired and fully independent, and either are traveling or doing fun things with their grandkids and taking them for sleepovers and stuff there and they're cool people too i'm always like oh wow yeah living the dream some some experiences are are perfect but mostly not i think it's mostly not some experiences are perfect mostly not we actually could just wrap up this season (laughs) there you go (laughs) 
I'm talking about grandparents specific. I mean, I could call mine perfect, but no, I made the choice to go live in the middle of the Pacific. So what do you want? Uh, Shit. Um, you got a good one though, Al. All right. She does. It's pretty great. She's pretty great. It's amazing. I'm like still trying to wrap my head around how you live in the middle of the Pacific, but your mom manages to see your kids, uh, like way more than my family sees my kids. Um, okay. (laughs) Head scratcher. Okay. Um, He's a flight attendant. That's how. That's true. Okay. Who's got another one? (laughs) Okay. I'll do one. I'm looking at, oops, I lost it. Oh, here's one. Okay. Emily asks nine month old baby doesn't quote unquote need to nurse in the middle of the night, but wants every night to nurse between midnight and 2 AM. Do I cut him off or wait it out and hope he drops the middle of the night feeding on his own terms? Cut his ass off. Cut him off. Emily. Emily Emily. easier to do it now than when he's like one or older. (laughs) Emily, it sounds like your baby is a kind of a dick. (laughs) Your baby is manipulating the shit out of you. We've all been there. (laughs) Which, by the way, if anybody had said that to you with your first baby when you were getting up in the middle of the night to nurse them, like, your baby's manipulating you, you would never have stood for it. And also, nobody needs me. Yeah. He needs me. Um, But that's so hard. This is actually not her first baby. Hi, Emily. It's Allie. Miss you, girl. Oh, Allie. (laughs) (laughs) I know this, Emily. Um... But she should she should cut him off, you know, before it gets into a routine. And you know what? It's going to be a couple of nights, Em, and you'll get into a routine and go, why didn't I do that sooner? Don't you yes, think? yes, for sure. Because if you wait till later, then they're like talking and it's, it's just more difficult I the always, older they get. I never... I never struggled with like sleep training, like the you know when you like start the, the I never struggled with um, waiting the crying out at bedtime. Like I could deal with like you know two or three hours of crying at seven p.m. or whatever mm-hmm. for the night of sleep. But I never, I never, ever, ever actually dropped any nursings in the middle of the night because I could never cope with um, being kept up in the middle of the night once I had fallen asleep. I just couldn't do it. Right. So would you just bring them into bed and let them sleep on your tit? Yeah, exactly. I mean, not because I gave two fucks about my baby, just because I wanted to sleep. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I think I did it both times with baby in the bed with us, but it was like, I'm not going to nurse at night anymore. We could nurse all day long, but not at night anymore after a certain point. With my first one, it was way late, but my second one, actually, it was almost... At a year, I would have done it sooner. But it's just like comforting. And it is hell, but it's only a couple of nights, whatever it is, patting the back, you know, daddy. Once it's down to that, like just the one more, one last feeding in the middle of the night, it's yeah. not, they don't put up a fight for that long, right. I feel like. Right. It's like it's you'll probably necessary. three nights of some tears, you know. Yeah. And you just... can know in your heart that they don't need it. So it's okay. You know, it's not like they're starving or at nine months, it's probably not the only source of nutrition that they're getting. Yeah. With stuff like this, you really have to like look at the facts and create a case for yourself, (laughs) you know, because the emotions are so real and strong. PhD speaking here. They just like it, it, your, your heart really tells you like, he needs me 
or whatever the fuck your rationalization is for waking it's up. Last baby. He's yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. But you really have to think about like, imagine what would happen if we were all sleeping through the night. How fucking incredible that would be. Yeah, exactly. For everyone. Yeah. For everyone. Um, tips okay, for Okay, M, it. so cut Good him luck. off. Yeah. 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 But we wish you luck, Emily. It's not easy. Yeah, good luck, girl. That's yeah, hard. report back. Um, but you won't regret it, man. That's a really great point. You won't regret it. No. Um, okay, how about this one? Siblings, the fighting, instigating, etc. From N. Ron C. N. Ron C. Probably saying your username wrong. My bad. Um, uh, God, well... Yeah. I mean, I think every we all deal with it. Not not you, Sarah, yet, or maybe ever, but no. Um, but I do remember what it's like to have a sibling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think my parents did anything about it, though. I I don't do too. I'm curious about what Allie does. My I'm gonna go ahead mm. and say my kids. There's one instigator in our family, and it's the youngest one. Mm-hmm. Um. The two oldest kids really don't fight, and that's not because they're angels. It's just because their interests diverge enough that they just they don't need to compete for anything. Right. Um, but my youngest will pick. There's no fight she won't pick with her big brother and sister, obviously for attention. Mm. It's hard. I honestly I struggle with it too. How far will it go, Kate? Mm. I mean, will they? Well, does it ever get to like out and out brawls? I mean, I'm, I imagine between the girls, do they start going at it to where you're like, stop it? No, not really. Because Edie will just be like, you know what? Fuck it. You can have the whatever. And she'll just like they give in. They The problem is that every single person in my family gives in to the youngest one. We all give in to her. We've okay. we've all we, it's like the four of us have created a monster. Um, But sometimes when they're fighting over stuff like. Sometimes when they're fighting over stuff, uh, most of the time I don't get into it. I, I just try to get out of the situation because it's so annoying, but I try to let them just figure it out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm so sad that the crayons are making you guys unhappy. I thought crayons were supposed to make us happy. I'm just going to take these crayons away because they are bumming everybody out. And then they'll just be like, no, it's we're fi- we can share them. We can share them. We can do it. I'm like, okay. Okay, that's a good one. Um, my oldest will actually instigate because he's, it could be like if he's bored, you guys, at the dinner table and he's, you know, a smart little shit and he'll say something that nobody could ever pick up on. Like he might quietly just be like, mm, that's actually my water, Leo. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows Leo is going to start raging. Just a trigger, just enough to trigger him. No, it's mine. Like real calmly, he'll you know just to get something going. Um, and Leo will <laughs> this shit. and the fight starts. But uh, and sometimes they will get into it. You guys where they're wrestling on the ground, throwing blows, full throwing uh, blows. But they do they love? Do they part of like starts out they... them loving it usually ends up in bad tears. Right, uh-huh. right, 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 right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, uh, so so my Edie and Mavis aren't aren't there, but there's but there's no reason that they wouldn't be. I mean, I don't. I mean, they could easily be one day. You know what I mean? It's not like there's nothing magical going on here either. Yeah, you know what Levi does? That's pretty 
It's actually really genius, but it's like not only does it bother his sister, but it bugs me too. He like <laughs> so Super. he'll know like he'll know we're not gonna have like a show or ice cream anymore that day. Like whatever. He'll he'll know I'll have told him. But Matilda has these crazy tantrums when she doesn't get her way. Obviously, she's almost two. But there's like three things she loves. These little chocolate granola bars, Daniel <laughs> Tiger, and like a popsicle. And he'll purposely go look to Matilda when she's just like chilling. And he'll be like, Matilda, do you want ice cream or a show? Or oh, my Daniel? God. Oh shit, you better my. shut and the then fuck up, Matilda Levi. will look up at me and I'll say, no, Levi, we're not actually doing that right now. And she'll be like, Daniel! And then do her whole tantrum thing, like bang head on the floor, etc. Yeah. And then I will look at me and go, Mom, if you want her to calm down, you're going to have to put on a show. Yeah. Like, Phoenix has genius. done that. It drives me crazy. Right. It's setting so... the other one up. God, yeah. what is yeah. that? It's so good. Oh, because they want it. Well, to yes. me, it's no, I know. I just... Phoenix wants the treat. Of yes. course. I just can't believe the reverse psychology they're pulling so yeah it's now time for a quick sponsor break okay you guys i'm going to talk to you about a company called third love it's a bra company it's a company that's got perfect fit more sizes than most other brands they offer more than 70 sizes including their signature half cup size so maybe if you're not a b you're a b and a half third love has got you covered it's convenient skip the trip Find your fit with their online fit finder quiz. Order it. Try it on at home. There's no more awkward fitting room experiences. If you don't like it and it doesn't work, send it back at no charge. And they've got you covered with a bra that will work. So to take the quiz, it's about 60 seconds. They're going to ask you like the shape of your boobs. What bra have you been wearing in the past? Do you have it on the last clip of your bra or is it on the second to last? Does it fit well? Is it gaping open? All of these will get you to the right size. They will recommend to you what size you should actually be wearing. It's a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer's got 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. If you don't love it, return it, and Third Love will wash it and donate it to women in need. So this company just rocks. It's about comfort and quality, and I promise you, you're going to love it. I've always had a hard time. I just love my Third Love bra. And you know what? It's cute. It's absolutely adorable. So Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. Right now, they're offering to our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash nail now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash nail for 15% off today. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I guess I do get a little weird. Edie does that. She'll be like, She'll send Mavis to ask. Edie will send Mavis to ask me for stuff that she knows the answer is going to be fuck no to, and then deal and then the and then when I say no to Mavis, aka like just light a fuse and blow up her whole day, um, yes. Edie will be like, oh, Mavis, I didn't ask you to ask that. <laughs> Mavis, I never said that. I'm like, don't gaslight your sister. I'm like, you better stop. She's crazy. <laughs> She's crazy enough already. Don't make it worse. Oh my god. So what do yeah. you do? Like I think that's what our listener so, wants to know. Like how do you ignore. I ignore. Me, okay, ignoring is one, but for me it's actually the opposite, Kate. I realize that when they're in a bad way with each other and when they're just nitpicking each other and they're fighting or they start calling names or hurting each other, 
at the worst, I take a look at the situation and I say, you know what? It's because I have completely checked out in whatever yeah. I'm doing. It could just be housework or the dishes. And I'm, I have made it clear. I am not available to you guys. It's when it happens. So when I mentally say, you know what? Okay. I need to get involved even in just Take what, the time what? out and read to them or just have a conversation with them or check back in, whatever that means. And it usually gets better. It's when I'm not present when the fighting happens and when it's the worst. Right. They're, They're just getting like your attention. Try, yeah. Trying to yeah. get your attention. Uh, yeah. You could always, it's your alley. That's a good point. It's a great, it's great to do a reset. And I'm going to say like sibling but I don't know. It's also important to remember, I think, that arguing with your siblings is healthy and normal. And you can't you can't figure out conflict in the world with other people if you if you miss that step at home. So I don't want I don't want any I don't want anybody to put too much pressure on themselves to solve all their kids to feel like they need to drop everything they're doing. But you're right. It's usually my fault, too, Allie, or they're hungry, which is always my fault. Right. <laughs> um, it's a big fear of mine. I'm so close to my sister. She's my favorite person. And, and then I see um, other siblings that don't have the same experience or even, well, I better, I'm going to watch what I say um, about whatever family, but um, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that my boys aren't going to have a loving relationship as adults. I mean, aren't you all? Don't isn't that something you want so badly for them? Yeah, I've been I've been mind washing, literally brainwashing and mind washing my kids, and particularly the girls, uh -huh. since day one. Oh my god, and you guys so lucky you have a best friend. You right. already have. Um, <laughs> right, and I've told, yeah. and I've told like when Edie has her friends over and they want to get too cool to have Mavis hang out with them. I'll get right in Edie's face and be like, you know what, hun? <laughs> These girls are going to come and go, but your sister's going to be by your side forever. So you might want to, you might want to just extend a hand right now and be her friend. Mm -hmm. Ain't it the truth? Yeah, Phoenix is of the age where if I start pulling at the heart strings, he can listen to me and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, I do want that. I do want her to be my friend when I'm older. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love him. He's oh, so sweet, God. sweetie. Um. Okay, who's whose turn is it? Um, it would be mine, okay. right? Or yeah, Pretty go for it, Mama. Pretty just went. It's your turn. Huh? Oh, I just went. Okay. Um, sorry. Where is it? Oh, mine, mine, mine. This is Savage Heart. How do you deal? You know, what do you do to teach your kids the importance of sharing, even when it technically is theirs? And how do your ears not bleed after the thousandth time that you hear, mine, mine. Now, all of us have been there, right? That's such a toddler thing. Mine. Oh, yes. And you are so afraid that it's all you can see is your kid being 10 years old saying that because especially if it's your first time. Uh, you're, it's terrifying when your kid starts doing that and it drives you crazy. But we have to remember, I mean, somebody told me once, don't worry about it. That's definitely going to pass. I mean, yes, you want to instill sharing in them. You just keep giving it to them. Keep, yes, we do share. Yes, we do share. But there's a point, I think, in a toddler's mind where they can only recognize 
when something is their own. And until you fully understand the concept of ownership, you can't learn to share. So it is literally a step in their developmental growth. And I think that that's very comforting. Oh, that's good advice, Allie. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Um, until you learn ownership, you can't learn sharing. No, uh, that's great. Yeah. I like it's that answer. Right. And, and the sharing, you just catch on by example, right? You just keep yes. showing it to them and eventually they catch on. They will. But yes, hearing the mind all the time. Oh my God. It's not cool. It's hard to it's hard to see your kid act that way around other kids too. You know, right. you don't you don't want to see that. Yeah, you don't want to see them being little like shitty little people. Right. When they interact but with others. That's when I think but I think some sometimes I think that's part of the problem with how we're we parent and we're supposed to parent now. Like there's in my opinion, like too many parents on the playground trying to intervene when their kids are yelling, mine, 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 and snatching right. their toys up. Like, just let your kid do it. The other kids get it. They're kids too. They don't, you know, like they're going right. to wander away and find somebody right. else's shit to fuck with. Right. Yeah, true. And so- also let them work it out. Like, usually mm-hmm. they actually do if you just keep the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. We never make things better. That's that moms never, never make anything better. That's the end. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, ladies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. The okay, double you know. down. Oh, my God. Double down. Molly's going to be like, damn it, Kate. All right. Um, I got a quick, a super quick fail. Hey, um, I was walking home from the park with the kids today, and they were like, Mom, tell us a story. Tell us a story. And I couldn't think of one off the top of my head, so I just began telling them the plot to Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How is that even on your radar, Kate? Yeah, I I couldn't tell you this. I haven't story. thought about that movie in. Oh, I don't know because of the because Edie's been talking about our cat nonstop. So I was just like, well, once upon a time there was a family that had a cat and it did die. And of course, as soon as I said and it died, they were all like, then what happened? Like, yeah. um. Anyway, so I told them the whole plot to Pet Cemetery, and they were like, I mean, like seven minutes of dead silence, walking, listening to me. And then I was like, all right, that was cool. And at dinner, um, when daddy came home, we were sitting around the table eating dinner. And Edie was like, oh, mommy told us this cool story about Pet Cemetery where people come back and kill you. And my husband just looked at me like, no. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what, is, what the fuck is wrong with you? Everything. Just everything. I was like, pass the salt? Right. Oh, my okay. God. Phoenix keeps yeah. asking me just to inappropriate. So, Mom, what what did Michael Jackson do? Oh, no, God, what? Jackson bad now. <sighs> like this, I'm like nothing. I just, I, I mean, <laughs> oh, God. wow. Don't yeah. even know how to answer that one. No, that's a toughie. Really toughie one. He was a real fan. Anyway. All right. Anybody else? Um, I have a, I have a quick nail and a fail. My okay. nail is that tonight we had a babysitter come at 6.30 and we went out to dinner and she just like put the kids to bed and dealt with all that. And then we came home after they were asleep, which was awesome. Huge. So smart. It's so smart. I love the earlier the dates, the better. 
Um, and we went on a date. And then my fail is the other day, Levi had a birthday party where there was a pinata and he brought home a shit ton of candy. And so I'm like, okay, you can have a little bit tonight, a little tomorrow, and then we're going to get rid of it. And he's like, okay, deal. And so I was getting rid of it and I dumped it out on the counter just to like see what was good before I got rid of it. And there's all kinds of stuff. And I saw packs of pop rocks and everything. And some of the pop rocks had fallen on the counter. So I threw most of the candy away, but then I scooped the pop rocks in my hand. And as Levi was running downstairs, I like quickly shoved them in my mouth and went to, to chew them. And they were like exploding rocks. They were oh. rocks. The pinata was in the park. What? Oh, what? I what? thought they were pop rocks. They were like little stones. You were chewing Grizzly. on stones. <laughs> Pebbles. Okay. Gravel. So I came down and I had bitten into a pile of rocks in my mouth. And I'm like, oh, hey, babe. <laughs> oh, God. I'm glad you still have teeth. Oh, my Jeez, God. Just those little tiny pebbles. Anyway, that's yeah. my fail. Okay. Right. Serves me right. Pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead, Sarah. Um, no, I was just, uh, I hate. I guess I just have a fail, really. Um, So Frances got over her first uh, stomach bug last week. And then we were really excited that she was feeling better. And so we're like, let's pop in the car and go to Whole Foods because that's like a regular weekend outing that we do, which is very lame now that I'm saying it on the air. But hey. No way. Whole Foods rules. (laughs) They, you guys they, do. They you guys do. Area you guys do love Whole Foods on the busiest day of the week in Brooklyn. You guys oh. do love to hit a Whole Foods. <laughs> so dumb. But we totally fucking forgot that she gets car sick. So like 10 minutes into the drive, she was like, I feel yucky. Oh, oh no. Barfed everywhere. And this is after like she was barfing for four days straight and she'd finally had a day of not throwing oh. up and Came we back. just ruined it. We fucking ruined it. And then she threw up again the next day. So we, I think that we accidentally extended her. So do you think it's from the car sick, Sarah, that she like it lasts the motion sickness lasts several days? No, I I just Uh-oh. think it triggered it. It triggered. Yeah, it. it just like I don't know. It was her stomach is just kind of. It was already sort of sensitive. sensitive. I don't know. Gotcha. Oh, Maybe she thing. was still like kind of sick. Anyway, I just felt so bad. She was just like after she threw up, she goes, "I feel better." Oh, <laughs> oh. Poor, poor little granny. Oh, granny. <laughs> oh, <swa>. oh. <laughs> Love that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't have a I don't have a nail. Just the fail. I a nail from a while ago that I told you guys that I forgot to share, which was I was in Target by myself. Nail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> bye. Night. Okay. Picking up staples or something in the stationary aisle, mm-hmm. and um. I was like, oh, there's some. there was somebody else in the aisle. And I kind of looked over and it was like a young dude. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm at Target midday. What's he doing in here? Really cute. Really handsome dude. Oh, I love this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God, I feel like he's staring at me, staring at me, staring at me, staring at me. So I just look over and smile at him. And he was like, hi. I'm like, oh, hi. And he's staring. 
And I'm kind of like, what's up? And <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just looking to see if you are wearing a wedding ring. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Mama likey. <laughs> that is bold. So bold. So bold. So bold. I love it's it. So bored and bold. That is yes. I held up so my hand and I was like, having I, an am affair? Wearing, oh, no. I am wearing a wedding ring right here. And he was like, okay, yeah, I figured. And then he paused and just looked at me and said, you are so pretty. Wow. Allison. Into the other aisle. And guys, well, yeah, I died. But here's the funny thing. If any man pulled that move on me or any one of you, we would be like, what a fucking disgusting piece of shit, right? I don't know. Not these days. I don't know. (laughs) I'd probably be pretty pumped. He was asking my wedding ring. No, but think about if he had looked any other way. It's because he was handsome that I was like, nailed. It's because you were interested. Ew, Allie, don't, don't, why are you trying to ruin this by turning into a Me Too thing? Like, you got hit on by a hot (laughs) dude. We're all for it. Yeah, it just made me think like, oh my God, the only reason why that was okay for me is because he was attractive. If that man was not attractive, I would have been so bummed. Well, that's life, man. Attractive people get a little step up in the world, man. Oh, he got your vibe. You were like, he was looking at me. I was looking at him. Like your finger said married, but your eyes said single. Anyway, I banked that um, stroll through Target for the next five years. Big bank? No, that's not what I'm saying. Self esteem. Self esteem. If this was like, if this was a stupid like rom com or whatever, you would have gone in the car and like, what? Jacked Where are you going, off. Sarah? Jacked yourself. Oh my <laughs> oh my God. A rom-com? More like um, more like a softcore porn. More like a Netflix show. Yeah, like a Netflix <laughs> show. Yeah, like that Netflix show that I have a problem with. Working moms. Ugh, I hate that. I hate that show. Too much masturbation or what? The lady masturbates while she's pumping. Oh, okay. oh. There's right. just there's no. <laughs> There's no universe where no. that's going to happen. No, there's not. Did a man write um, that? No. That's so. Uh, another strange part about it is that a woman writes the show. I don't get it. Okay. And I've got to fail. I'll just leave you with this. Um, I got a letter in the mail and also an email, as did many of my community members, from the Charter Commission saying that they have started the process of revoking my son's school charter. Oh, honey, what? Oh, Al. Uh, why? So, who knows? We won't get into that, but, um, ooh, who's next? I think that's it, babe. I think it's all of us, guys. I think think you really closed it on that, on that serious news. Mm, That's good. That's Uh, good. Um, fuck, I'm sorry to hear that, Allie. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right, babes. Till next week. I hope Molly's back because she does a way better job at this than I do. <laughs> um, thanks, great, babes. Kate. All right. Hope love everybody you, enjoyed our advice. Yeah. Love don't follow it. Don't follow any of it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> As we said last time, we have no idea. <laughs> That's it for now. Check you guys next week for another Nursing and Cursing, where we won't tell your husband that you accidentally let your kid eat a cat turd.